In the sunny land of Italy, high upon hills covered with olive trees, nestles the little town of Assisi. Such a strange little town it is, with its tall city walls and great gateways, its narrow, steep streets, and houses with wide, overhanging eaves. The road that leads up from the plain below is so steep as it winds upward among the silver olive trees that even the big white oxen find it a toil to drag the carts up to the city gates and the people think it quite a journey to go down to the level land below. Now, it was in this same little hill town many years ago that St. Francis was born. They did not know that he was going to be a great saint, this little dark-eyed Italian baby, who came to gladden his mother's heart one autumn day in a long-ago year of 1182, when his father, Pietro Bernardine, was away in France. He seemed just like any other baby and only his mother, perhaps, thought him the most wonderful baby that ever was born. But mothers always think that, even if their babies do not grow up to be real saints. She called him Giovanni at first, but when his father came home he named the little son Francisco, which means the Frenchman, because he was so pleased with all the money he'd made in France. So the child from that day was always called Francisco, which is his real Italian name, although in England he's known as Francis. Soon he grew into a happy, daring boy, the leader in all games and every kind of fun. He was the pride of his father and mother, and the favorite of the whole town. For although he was never out of mischief, he never did a cruel or unkind thing, and was ever ready to give away all he had to those who needed help. And when he grew older, he was still the happiest of all young men of Assisi, and wore the costliest and most beautiful clothes, for his father had a great deal of money, and grudged him nothing. Then came a sad day when Francis fell sick, and for a while they feared he must die. But although he grew slowly better, he was never quite the same Francis again. He did not care about his companions, or the old happy life. There was real work to be done in the world, he was sure. Perhaps some special work was waiting for his hand, and with wistful eyes he was ever looking for a sign that would show him what that work was to be. Walking one day along the winding road, Dreaming dreams as he gazed far across the misty plains, catching glimpses of faraway blue mountains through the silver screen of the olive trees, he was stopped by a poor old beggar, who asked him for the love of God to help him. Francis started from his daydreams, and recognized the man as an old soldier who had fought for his country with courage and honor. Without stopping to think for a moment, Francis took off his cloak and tenderly wrapped it round the shoulders of the shivering old man. He never thought that any reward would be given him for his kind action. But that very night, Christ came to him in a glorious vision, and leading him by the hand, showed him a great palace full of shining weapons and flags of victory, each one marked with a sign of the cross. Then, as Francis stood gazing at these wonderful things, he heard the voice of Christ telling him that these were the rewards laid up for those who should be Christ's faithful soldiers, fighting manfully under his banner. With great joy in his heart, Francis awoke, and hurriedly left home to join the army, thinking only of earthly service and longing to win the heavenly reward. But in the quiet of the night he heard again the voice of Christ telling him that the service he was seeking was not what Christ required of his soldiers. Troubled and sad, Francis went back to his sissy, and when he was once more inside the city walls, turned aside to pray in the little ruined church of St. Damiano. And as he prayed once more he heard the voice speaking to him and saying, Francis, repair my church. Now Francis thought this meant that he was to build up the ruined walls of the little church in which he prayed. He did not understand that the command was that he should teach the people who make up Christ's church on earth to be pure and good and strong.